So welcome back to another episode of the football podcast that is called Theatres of Dreams, where we look at football from around Manchester, Greater Manchester, um, UK and the world indeed, uh, with a certain bias towards Manchester clubs. Normally, there's four of us, but uh, today you've got the seasoned veterans because uh, we, we're we're holding it up. I don't know, the other two are um, indisposed uh, at the moment. So uh, I'm Rod Maxwell. I'm a radio presenter, Radio Alte, and uh, I'm also a Manchester United fan and uh, podcaster and um, currently doing this podcast. And with me, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Rick Varden, the poet, the urban poet. Yeah, thanks, Rod. Um, yeah, and I too, um, I'm a lifelong um, Manchester United supporter. So, um, But uh, like you, I do like my football and uh, so, you know, there's been lots going on. I mean, at the moment, there's, there's games on every night. If it's not like FA Cup or African Nation, the football is absolutely drenched, isn't it? All over the television at the moment. It's I to be honest, Rick. I, I cannot keep up with the fixtures. No, I can't. No. At, at, at all. I don't even know if the African Cup of Nations is still running. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, and on um, on Monday night, um, I was sat and uh, I noticed there was a fixture. And um, it was the Wrexham game. I couldn't find it anywhere, so I had to go on Google, and it was actually on BBC iPlayer live. So what's that all about? I thought that was for catch-up. I, 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 well, yeah, you, you do get some live stuff on there as well. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, um... it's very confusing though football fans you shouldn't have to google you should know where well and like i'm looking and tonight tonight there's premier league games on um tomorrow night there's premier league games yes. as well and it's all, i guess it's to do with this winter the winter window if you like which um well, yeah well, but i think the winter window has uh, been the television's dream because they've had to football on every night well, um, let, well, let, let's um, let's talk to a story that, as we did a second part of last week's um, podcast, we did a, a podcast where we did top three transfers, worst oh, the, yeah. the bad, the ugly. But as we were recording it on um, Friday, news came in that Klopp has decided to end his stay at Liverpool a couple of years early, and he will be leaving at the end of this year, um, or end of the season. What what did you make of that, Rick? Well. I, I mean, obviously there are various theories going around which I'm not I'm not bothering to read. I have my own two theories. Um, now Jurgen Klopp signed a two-year extension to his contract, so it's all a, it's all a bit odd. Um, you know what he's saying about about lack of energy. I mean, I can understand all that. Although you know, on the back of that, Alex Ferguson lasted 27 years and didn't retire till he was 72. So, <laughs> you know, Jürgen, you know, you, you need to get a life, really, if if, uh, if that's what he's doing to you. But my, so it's just the way he worded things, you know, like, um, I haven't got the energy anymore, you know, like to, to, to then start again. And the other thing, I won't, I will be out of football for at least a year. I won't be coming back to, I won't be managing again in the, the UK. My theory is that he's probably going to be the Germany manager next year um, because that matches with his description of lack of, you know, the energy. 
Because let's face it, it's not a full-on management job, is it, being an international manager? You're mainly going around looking at games. And in terms of having to keep refreshing his squad, like he was referring to with Liverpool, oh, I don't think I can do this all over again. Well, as a, as a national team manager, you don't have to do that. The other clubs... <laughs> You think clubs do that for you, basically. You know, you, you go watch them and think, oh, they're, they're all right. And then you borrow them, don't you, for a few days and then you send them back and then you can sit back for a while. So that's one of my theories. The other one, very quickly, is a popular theory, which um, with this financial fair play, the fact that the owners of Liverpool probably won't give him any more money or, or not, no big books to compete with City. Um, he may have thought, do you know what? Um, I'm out of here and maybe I can go, maybe I can win. Yeah, I mean, talk of the quadruple is ridiculous, um, but maybe I can win one or two trophies and go out on a high. So, so we, we we were just about to record the second part of the podcast last week, the good, the bad, the ugly, and transfers, and it broke. And my first reaction was this is good football management. I don't mean management in terms of being the manager, the management of something inside the football club. And I thought it was Liverpool being organised. You know, the idea is get that news out, get it done early, especially yeah. over this international weird window. And then it gives them, a, um, it doesn't distract from the run-in. And it gives them time to look for somebody. So I, I, at the time, my initial thought was, this is exactly how you should manage something like this, um, regardless of how it's come about. And I thought, well done to them. And then it motivates the players for the run-in and, and it does all of that. Now, as as the weekend's gone on and you, you I, I, I walk with people and I hear different rumours, I've heard rumours from everything from the Liverpool hierarchy didn't know that he was calling that press conference. They didn't know that he was going to um, um, step down. Now, I don't personally believe that because they uh, video and all that type of stuff. Um, and then there's 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 many rumours out there. Some of them are... Well, well, he said that he told them in November, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. So, but the the thing the thing about it is, um, I think a couple of interesting things is, is number one, I think it was a good timing in terms of get it out of the way now, and it'll yeah. motivate the players. Um, I I personally can't imagine that he's going to step out of football for a whole year. Uh, yeah, well, something a friend of mine said to me yesterday, and he's a Liverpool, he's a you know a lifelong Liverpool fan, is that before Klopp came to Liverpool. When he left um, Dortmund, mm. he said exactly the same thing. I'm taking the year out. <laughs> and then, uh, a few days later, it was announced he was on his way to Liverpool. So I don't I think it's like that year thing with a pinch of salt, really. I, I don't believe it. And, you know, uh, you know, it, it, I, I wonder how much that this had been on the cards for a while, but the current owners of Liverpool needed Klopp to stay and say he was staying for some of the momentum of the deal and, and everything else. And he's agreed to keep stone for a while to get, yeah. get that and let the dust settle. But, but I can't imagine for one minute, whether he goes to the German um, job or he goes to, I, I personally believe he'll turn up in, in Spain. 
I think he'll he'll end up getting one of the big jobs there because he's still a young man and and yeah and people have mentioned Bayern Munich but I mean at the end of the day what sort of a challenge is Bayern Munich they win the league every year anyway isn't it? that's not a channel challenge yeah, yeah. do you, and too too do you think do you think um, the Premier League will miss him um, Rick I personally will will miss him I think Premier League fans you know general Premier League fans will miss Jurgen Klopp because. You know, he's a nice guy. Well, he comes over as a nice guy. He's very animated. He's good with the press. Now and again, he says controversial things, which we all like because, you know, so he's a popular guy. So um, I think he is popular and effervescent like Mourinho was in his younger days, but without the I am the special one bit. He's very humble, isn't he? So he's he's a bit more for me. He's a bit more rock and roll, right? Yeah, he's a bit more rock and roll. I think we'll all miss him, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and and you know he was a he's a big character, and I think Liverpool will miss him. I mean, it's interesting now the names that have been linked or the names that haven't been linked. Um, and I was just trying to think of uh, is it who's who's currently managing in um in Germany that's been linked? Um, one of the Xavi Alonso, Xavi Alonso, yeah, because he's doing well with Bayer Leverkusen, they're pushing at the top of the. German Bundesliga, aren't they? So, um, yeah. I mean, there's other names been mentioned, I think, which is a bit ridiculous, like Deserby, you know, at Brighton, with no experience. Um, I don't think that I don't think they'll bring Steven Gerrard over. Oh. I think that'd be a bit of a disaster. That well, well, well I, I tell you now, he must be. If I was Steven Gerrard, I'd be kicking myself, right? Be- yeah, no, because yeah. because it was kneeled on for me. It was kneeled on that he would spend some time in Glasgow successful come to villa and be a success doesn't have to win that much but be a success and then the seat to liverpool was waiting for him it's not waiting for him now i'll tell you there's not a chance there's no way and and he must be absolutely spitting bricks at the chance he you know he, he could have had his chance the timing's not worked out for him absolutely not anyway that's liverpool yeah, well, just to wrap that up, I think I think they'll look for somebody in the club mould, you know, more of a more of a motivated coach. Possibly, yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure how that's all going to end. So yeah, that's Liverpool, really. I mean, um, they are in, they're still in a good position uh, in the Premier League. Yeah, um, Arsenal won last night, which yeah. has is them a little bit closer. Aston Villa got beat at home. So I think I don't think they were ever in the title race anyway. No. So it's looking like a three three horse race of Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City, isn't it? Which which to be honest, it would be better than it has been for a while. I I have to say, I think I think that I think this is slightly advantage Liverpool because those players will absolutely give their all for him to have a send off. You know, yeah, and, and I don't think there'll be anything but a professional focus for the rest of the year. And and the board of Liverpool will know Klopp will not want to go out dragging his heels. So, um, and he does all that. You know that that I mean, as much as I don't like that because I'm not a Liverpool fan. You know what? I would love my manager just sometimes to give us a bit of oh, that. You know what I mean? Don't, don't even go there with Ten Hag. I mean. I mean, he, he does stand on the touchline, but he's not animated at all, is he? You know what I mean? And he, yeah. he doesn't even get ex- hardly excited when we score. 
Well, I, I, I tell you, I, I know you're not a Ten Hag fan, <laughs> and I, I have been on the fence a little bit, but on, on Ten Hag, something that disappointed me from the weekend uh, was the fact that, and I've seen it somewhere in one of the articles, press articles, was that he was a bit disingenuous towards uh, Newport. Um, in that typically, and I think anyway, typically in a situation like that, they've scored two goals against us. You know, okay, we scored four. We didn't play well. You know, um, and it was touchy at times. But for me, the standard approach when you're a big team and you're a big team manager is to congratulate that team and yeah. say how well done they did. Didn't they really rise to the game, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Made it difficult for us. And you know we're really glad to come away with a win, right? For yeah. me, that's the, the politically correct <laughs> stuff yeah. thing that you say. And I have seen stuff that you know um, where he he was disingenuous towards them that they didn't come out to win the game or something like that. And I'm thinking, I do not understand your. I do not understand who's briefing you, and who's talking to you because. Everybody knows in the FA Cup, especially when you're playing lower lead sides, you do not criticize them. You 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 basically say, "Well done, you know, you give us a hard game. We came to your ground. It was tight conditions. Blah blah blah. We're really happy to come away with a win at this stage of the competition." And I don't know who the heck is advising him, but they're you know I just think we're he's making so many mistakes. Um, Really, Rick, you know? Well, I think um all we can all we can do as as United supporters really is um I do I do have a lot of faith in the Ineos model. Uh, yeah. I read up a little bit about it. So I don't think they will prejudge Ten Hag, any of the players, any of the cleaners, the cooks. I don't think they'll prejudge anybody. They'll go in and do a root root by branch review of the whole thing and at the end of the day if they feel that Eric Ten Hag isn't the man to take United forward well then I'm sure that they'll identify somebody else so really that's all we can do you know we have to accept he's going to be there to the end of the season despite whatever results we face um, and just trust in the process I suppose yeah it's it's uh... He just at the moment is not, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, events around the club, and events of his own making are not helping him at the moment. So we'll, you know, let's, no. let's turn to the Rashford thing, for example. Well, yeah, I'm just going to say that. Do you think he's handled? How do you think he's handled the Rashford thing? I actually think the club. Yeah. I, I to a lot of people about this, and and the fact that the club have um just decided not to to say anything more about it. I think, and they basically said it's an internal issue. I think that's the best possible thing they could have. Yeah, I do, yeah. And because what really could you say at the moment? And it it, it looks, on the surface, it looks really, really bad. And personally, I, I haven't, I've read up a little bit about it, but, it, you know, I, I don't understand why the heck he thought it was appropriate to go on a bender the two nights before we were playing a game, right? So Absolutely. he went over on the Thursday. Now, I understand he went 
he went to a club and he presented something as an official Manchester United gesture or, or official, if you like. But then he went out, as I understand it, on a bit of a bender in Belfast, right? Yeah. And and you know, it's it's like, you know, it's not it's not it's not like he's not going to be seen or recognised. Well, I mean, he was taking a chance, wasn't he? Because how did he know he wasn't going to run into you, Rod? You know? <laughs> I, I, I would have, I would have said you get yourself to bed but you know the, here's the thing you know it's like it, it, he is what he is a world recognized figure to some degree yeah, yeah, yeah. so if he wants to go out in a bender and I think he was there with his mate and they were with their partners I think I couldn't I really don't care really but you know don't go on your back door right and, and and Rick, it's a bit like if you were a young person in a job, right? And you're going on yeah. the night out, don't go to the pub where your boss is, right? Well, yeah. you know, anywhere in the UK, you've got to know that your boss is going to be there because fans are going to be there. They're going to see well, you. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned young because the other thing is people keep referring to Marcus Rashford as a young player. He's not a young... He's nope. a mature man now. I think he's 27 now, isn't he? He's 26 at least. 26. So he's not a young kid anymore. He, he, you know, he, he's acting irresponsibly, not just in a position that he is as an ambassador or should be an ambassador for football, but for his age. He's, he's, a, your he's, age. he's a season pro. He's been a pro for since he was 18 years of age, right? So he's at least... He's, mm-hmm. he's been a pro for seven, eight, nine, odd years, and and I don't I don't care. You don't go out on a bender, or what looks like a bender, you know, um, two nights before you got an FA Cup game, and you know you can read into it whatever. I mean, I I look at and I think, you know, is he actually itching for a move here, and he's looking. Well, I think he is a bit. What finished me with Rashford a couple of weeks ago? Can't remember the game now. The game that he scored in, um, he scored a really good goal. Was it after yeah. Aston Villa game when we came back? Can't remember, but yeah, he scored a great goal, and there was no reaction, no celebration, no smile, just a sort of point. You know, he. I think he made a gesture to the um, fans. Which told me that he doesn't want to be at Old Trafford. So if he doesn't want to be there, well, let him go. You know, let's get some money for him. Having yeah. said that, who's going to be able to afford to buy him on three hundred and seventy-five grand a week? I, I, I honestly believe he wants out. And you know, I if you look at his, I mean, yes, he signed a contract extension. Was it last year? But you know what? That doesn't actually mean that much at the end of the day. No. It means he gets loads, loads more money. Interestingly, though, his advisors, his agents won't make that much money on a contract extension. On a contract move at big money, of course, they get more money. So I, I, there's there's something in me, and it, I'm probably completely wrong, but something in me saying there's somebody in his ear saying, you shouldn't be at Man United anymore. You should be at PSG. You should be at Barca, whatever. Well, even PSG, but I mean, to be honest, all those clubs that are being mentioned, they're all subject to financial fair play. So I can't see that anybody's going to be able to afford him. I think the only, his only option is going to be Saudi Arabia. And it's whether he wants to play in Saudi Arabia, you know what I mean? 
but it it it's just badly advised and uh i you gotta say you know i i i think i think some of the players think the fans wouldn't turn against them or would yeah. be more in favor right now though that type of behavior it's just it's just not what what the club needs you know um, no, I mean, the other thing is, you mentioned before about how long he's been. It's more than what you said, Rod. It's coming up to 10 years because um, Louis van Gaal um, introduced Mar Marcus Rashford. Now, Louis van Gaal was only at uh, Man United from um, 2014 to 16, was it? Yeah, something like that. Bergie left, Ryan Giggs, sorry, 2013. Um, yeah, van Gaal let me think about this. Moyes was sacked late 2013. Yeah, so so 2014, I think it was 2015 when Marcus Rashford was introduced. And that's nine years ago. Yeah. And I think he was seven. Yeah, I think he's 26 or 27 now. So he's had like nine or 10 Premier League seasons. And I've got to be honest and say to myself, out of those nine seasons, if it is nine seasons, how many really consistent seasons has he had? One last, last season. season, yeah. Well, so it, it's it just ill advised, and and I, the 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 one good thing that's come out of it is the club have shut up shop and said we're, we'll deal with it in, in house, and that's how they should do it. But he's got to recognise he is a senior pro. He's got responsibilities to lead other players to set the tone, and he hasn't in this case. And it, and you know what? I just hope there was a hint there, wasn't he, in the statement? That he'll be available to play tomorrow. He has to be. Uh, having said that, I don't think he deserves. No. At the moment, we as a team, Man United don't need him on the left hand side. Young Ganacho is playing his heart out. He's running. He's trying. He's, you know, he's playing for the badge. And um, Rashford's not been doing that. So at the very least, Venture. rather than the very, the very most. A bench player now. Yeah, until it's bench, bench, but, but you know, I, I, <coughs> Fred, I, 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 in these situations, I always go back and think, what would Alex have done, right? Absolutely. And and because well, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been benched, <laughs> you know, just a few names, Paul Ince, it's you so... know, yeah, um, Kino, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They stepped out of line. They were out the door. Uh, back, I mean, on, on the upstart, I got to admit, oh my god, you know, I, it's such a pity. Um, you know, he was on. Um, he was on the the program that Gary Neville and Roy Keane do, do yeah. and you got to say it was such a shame the way that ended because he still had so much to give. You know, well, Alex Ferguson's gone on record to say that he regrets that one, doesn't he? That's the one one that he regrets. So. Yeah, well, I think we all regret it, you know. But but at the yeah, I I don't think he deserves. He has to be benched and until Ineos have interviewed him. Like obviously they're going to interview everybody else, and if they if they deduce from an interview personal time with Rashford that his heart isn't in the club anymore, well then they're going to have to sell him. Well, if, if nothing else, his actions have brought the club into dis disrepute. You yeah. know, uh, and and again, I go back to ordinary work, ordinary jobs and you don't 
you don't do that. You know, it, it's like if it's like if you had a if you had a presentation to do at work, and you go out two days beforehand, and you're not ready, you're not fit to do the presentation. You know, it's well, it's not just that. If you if you um, are a disruptive figure, which Marcus has been, he's been. since he took over so if you were in a job you'd be given you'd be given a verbal warning the first time you step out of line the second time you get a written warning he'd be on his bike now in a normal yeah. job he would but look um we're gonna have to wrap it up today because you've got yeah. a, you've got things you need to do but um yeah. uh, just uh, interestingly um we've got um tonight yeah. we're back to premier league has started again rick um yeah uh, and then United are playing at Wolves tomorrow night at Astes uh, <coughs> was on the telly. They need they need three points as simple as that, isn't it? Wolves are playing really good football at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, Wolves was at Old Trafford. I thought it was at Old Trafford. No, it's not. It's away. It's away. Okay. Well, uh, I, I, Sunday's game. Sunday's game is at Old Trafford. West Ham. All right. Well, I I I, I honestly can see us struggling at Wolves. I mean. Neto's back to his best. Um, and uh, I think Gary O'Neill, uh, he's got them playing really good football at the moment. So we're going to struggle on that one tomorrow. I hope not, but let's wait well, and see. We, we don't expect that much these days, do we really? You know? No, it's, it's one of them things now. We're getting, we're getting used to. Uh, we're letting too many goals in, basically. Yeah. And uh, have you, by the way, have you been keeping up with the African Cup of Nations? Not really. Um, I, I've never watched a full game. I've watched a few highlights and stuff like that, but um, it's not really... I, I suppose I should do as a football fan, but like we were saying at the very beginning, because there's been so many cup, FA Cup games and Premier League games on in the evening that clashed with it, I've, I've you know, I must admit on Sunday, uh, because I wasn't too well, I actually watched three games on the bounce on Does Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, the first one, if you remember, kicked off, I think, at 12 noon. Then there was a 2 o'clock um, FA Cup match. And then there was uh, United at half past four. So I watched three games on the run. So, yeah, it's been really good. But anyway, I've enjoyed our conversation, Rod. And let, we can only wait and see what happens on the clock front and the, the oh. Marcus Rashford front. And, and, and there'll be many more theories on, on Klopp. But, um... Absolutely, yeah. I can't see that he's going to take a year out. I can't see he's going to take a whole season out. That's a long time. Well, what they'll have to do if he doesn't, they'll have to play that video back to him, won't they? <laughs> right. Good to see you. All take right. Care. And you. Until, um, I, I, I won't be around next week. I'm, I'm away on my holidays, but uh, this podcast may be. But until then, um, thanks very much for watching or listening. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.